Hello, and welcome to the half-hour edition of Hot Pipes. I'm Steve Ashley, and on today's show, I'll be spotlighting Jesse Crawford, who was born 125 years ago on the 2nd of December 1895 in Woodland, California, and became the most famous organist of his day. He grew up in an orphanage and taught himself music, and at 14 he left the orphanage to play piano in a small dance band. In the early 1920s, Jesse was accompanying silent movies on the Willits in the Chicago Theatre and in Grauman's Million Dollar Theatre, Los Angeles. From 1926 to 33, he took up residency of the Willitzer in New York's Paramount Theatre. In addition to many recordings for Victor on several Willitzers, he cut a number of paper rolls for the Willitzer organ player, one of which was On the Road to Mandalay. to Mandalay, one of Crawford's organ rolls, played on the Wurlitzer in the Richard Villamin residence in Los Angeles in 1975, from a double LP released by Doric Records. Jesse Crawford became hugely popular, and along with his wife Helen, who played the second console in the Paramount, they were earning around $2,500 per week, which would be over $37,000 today. <laughs> they were definitely in the stardom category. But Victor Records didn't want to record in theatre organs, and Crawford preferred to record in the Wurlitzer building in Chicago, and frequently travelled there to catch such sides as Beloved. 
Another organ that was available to Crawford was, of course, the Wurlitzer in the Paramount Broadcast Studio, at least from 1929 onwards, as it was installed in 1928. Now, my research says that he joined the Nat Schluckret Orchestra, which was Victor's in-house band, to record George and Ira Gershwin's Maybe in 1926, using the Paramount Studio Wurlitzer, a physical impossibility, of course. Whichever Wurlitzer was featured, though, it's a wonderful recording. In 1933, the Crawfords had a pay dispute with the Paramount management and left its employ. Later that decade, Jesse started entertaining on Hammond organs, and in 1938, he became staff organist at NBC in Chicago. 
In the 1940s, Jesse taught and wrote instruction books, but rarely recorded pipes again until the late 1950s, when he made a series of albums for Decca on the Robert Morton in the Lauren Whitney studio in Glendale, California. From his Poet of the Organ Plays the Melodies of Irving Berlin LP, released in 1958, here's Isn't This a Lovely Day?
Oklahoma from 1958, another of Crawford's LPs for Decca, celebrating the music of Richard Rogers. The lyrics for Oklahoma were written by Oscar Hammerstein II, who had previously collaborated with Jerome Kern. Their most famous musical together was by far Showboat, which premiered on Broadway in 1927. Unusually for a musical of the day, it dealt with racism, alcoholism and marital strife, but it was an instant success, running for 572 performances on Broadway and many more in London. One of its lesser-known songs, Why Do I Love You?, was recorded by Crawford in 1959. Do I Love You? Jesse Crawford showing off those typical glissandos or pitch slides on an unknown organ. So often, Jesse recorded ballads, probably at the request of the A&R managers at Victor and later Decca. But he could also swing a song, albeit gently, on another track 
from his Richard Rogers Melodies LP from 1958, Getting to Know You from The King and I. show, I mentioned Crawford's wife Helen, who by the accounts of the day was easily the musical equal of her husband. Legend has it though that Jesse would not allow his wife to record, but there are a few low-quality broadcast acetates that show just how good she was. This, however, is one of the very few sides that they cut together. The Stein song, released in 1930 and probably recorded on the Paramount Theatre Studio Wurlitzer.
the Stein Song, composed in 1901 and adopted by the University of Maine as its school theme song. Sadly, Helen died in a road accident in 1943. Jesse was devastated, but he remarried the following year to a lady who was introduced to him by fellow organist Rosa Rio. Crawford was the inspiration for future generations of theatre organists, the most notable being George Wright. That's all for today's Hot Pipes. Until we meet again, this is goodbye from Steve Ashley.